With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. NFL, fantasy, college. Man, this guy does it all. Oh my goodness. This is sick. Put this to music. Time to check in with Rotowire.com's football guru, John McKechnie. What are you doing on your phone? I am fixing my fantasy football lineup. On In the Zone. On the farm, kind of laid back, ain't much an old country bullock me can't hack. Early to rise, early in the sack. John McCackney, fantasy analyst, found at rotowire.com on Twitter at John's underscore tailgate. If you have a pertinent start or sit question, I will fit it in. Just text 50857. Afternoon, John. Both the Rays and the Orioles dropped one last night. Our birds still up two and a half games with 10 to play. What's your confidence level at right now as far as taking the, uh, the division? It- I think it's it's still there. I think obviously the the Rays have a have a slightly easier path to to get there, but that you know they've got the the two and a half game deficit. Um, you know the the Orioles started a big series four game set in Cleveland uh, this evening, and you know Cleveland uh, not a great team, but they, they play a good brand of baseball, so that they can't overlook the the opponent um, in this one. Obviously encouraged uh, with the way that the Orioles were able to split after dropping the first two last week against Tampa, last time that we talked, and, and uh, going and getting two out of three against Houston, I thought was was particularly impressive because Houston, I don't know if anyone really bullied the Orioles in Camden Yards quite as hard as the as the Astros did earlier this season. So for them to, to bounce back, I think that was big for them mentally. So uh, confidence uh, remains high on the birds being the AL East champs. All right, let's uh, let's talk about the reason for the season. Give me the interesting parties in terms of fantasy tonight. Is uh, is it just the usual suspects, or is there is there a name out there that that piques your interest that wouldn't be among the obvious ones? Right. So I think with with Saquon Barkley being sidelined for for this one, uh, you have to. You have to kind of reframe how this uh, Giants backfield is going to function. I think actually that this bodes well for Daniel Jones, not not in the sense that the Giants are, are going to play better overall or, or are going to win this one outright, but um, I, I think Daniel Jones with just Matt Breda and Gary Brightwell and uh, Eric Gray behind him, I think that there's going to be a, a larger uh, rushing onus on Daniel Jones tonight. So I could see him having a nice game on the ground. So if you're on the fence about starting Daniel Jones with the short week, tough matchup, I would make sure to consider that. And then Brandon Ayuk is dinged up. So we're, we're not totally sure um, at this stage if he's going to be in there, but um, you know, obviously stock up for, for Debo and for George Kittle, if Ayuk is sidelined and then uh, Juwan Jennings, I don't think he's a great player, but his role could certainly be elevated this evening as well. If Brandon Ayuk is unable to play. I uh, I have Nick Chubb in one league. It happens to be a Rotowire league that we did uh, out by that Circa pool, which I still have fantasy dreams of. Um, I <laughs> I put a bid out for Jerome Ford, obviously, and I, I put down a hundred and one dollars. I think we're working with a budget of like one twenty five, something like that. So I mean, I went heavy. 
And I lost him to uh, our guy Jim Coventry, who put down like one fourteen. Uh, and so I got Kareem Hunt for fourteen dollars. So again, Ford went for it was one hundred and twelve. I got Hunt for fourteen. I lost Nick Chubb. How should I be feeling today? And others who experienced the same situation. Yes, as a uh, as someone who's still going through the the stages of, of grief with, with Nick Chubb, uh, I can certainly relate. Uh, the the one uh, regular seat or um, redraft league that I have him in uh, w- w- that also has a free agent budget uh, tied to it is the fantasy pentathlon and and uh, Jeff Erickson uh, who did not have Nick Chubb obviously uh, he splashed the pot he went eighty eight out of a hundred dollars to to get. Jerome Ford and I was kicking myself. I, I thought I put a, a uh, respectable bid, especially given that you know maybe not everyone else uh, w- was going to be willing to pony up basically their entire Fab budget um, on this player. But that's just the way the way that it went. Um, Kareem Hunt, I, I think that's a fine secondary bid that that you were able to to cash in on. Um, obviously at a at a pretty decent price there, just about ten percent of your budget, but. I think Kareem Hunt, you're, you're going to start to have expectations for him beginning next week. I, I'm not expecting much out of him uh, this week, but uh, I think Ford is going to end up being worth uh, really going nuts for on, on the free agent market. Um, I, I think that he's looked good so far. I thought he was a very strong player in college, and, and really Kareem Hunt doesn't scare me that much. Maybe Kareem Hunt takes a little bit of that rushing workload off of uh, or the pass-catching workload off of Jerome Ford's plate, but Ford, to me, is is a top 20 running back the, the rest of the season, and, and Hunt kind of uh, floats around in, in that um, you know fringe, playing the matchup flex territory. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I felt awful about it, and I feel even worse now, so thank you for that. We're talking to John McKechnie from rotowire.com. Breakout receiver from week two that you're buying into most. I'll give you a couple of names to, to think through. George Pickens, Nico Collins, Josh Reynolds of the Lions. Um. So. So for me, it, it is probably Nico Collins. Um. P- Pickens. I think it is an amazing talent, but boy, that Pittsburgh offense looks clunky. It looks bad. Um. Kenny Pickett does not look like he has taken the step forward that we all were convinced that he did in August. So it's going to continue to be a slog through the air. For Pittsburgh, although this week going out to, to Vegas, that, that could help things. But I think the Nico Collins breakout is real. Um, I, I think that he plays on a team in, in Houston that is going to be trailing a lot pretty much every week. And they are not shy about turning C.J. Stroud loose. And, you know, when, when C.J. Stroud ranks third in, in the NFL in pass attempts uh, through two two weeks, obviously small sample, um, that that goes to show that there there's a certain – confidence that Houston has to just be like, we're not going to play kid gloves with, with him. We're going to let him try to work through uh, whatever struggles that, that, that may be there in his game. And Nico Collins is, is in my opinion, far and away the, the number one target uh, and best player in this uh, pass catching group. So I'm looking at Nico Collins and thinking that we're, we're looking at someone that might be challenging for uh, eight, nine targets every single week going forward. And he's going to be efficient with them. He's got the great athleticism. He's had enough time in the league to kind of adjust to the, the speed and everything. And I, I'm buying this breakout for, for real. And I think that the, the team context with the passing volume being what it, what it is, um, Collins is, is, uh, is my pick that I'm circling from that group. Let's head to the text line at five zero eight five seven. Uh, Puka Nakua is uh, everyone's new fantasy darling. 
Puka Nakua or Brian Robinson in half PPR? Those guys both had monster week twos. Right. They they, they absolutely did. Brian Robinson, he probably gets it for me because I think Washington might have to lean on, on the ground game a lot this week, shorten that game up against Buffalo. And I think the weather conditions are going to be pretty sloppy. Um, in Washington and on the East Coast in general this weekend. So keep that in mind for your fantasy lineups. But I think Robinson is very active this week, and I, I don't view Buffalo's uh, defense to be particularly strong against the run, so it probably is Brian Robinson. Uh, quarterback question we didn't think we would be asking by week three, Justin Fields or Russell Wilson? Yes, apologies to the texter last week that, that was asking about Justin Fields and me saying to, to not jump ship. Uh, boy, it is, uh, it's getting tougher to justify that one already. Um, so, so between uh, Fields and Russ, it, it's brutal, but we, I'm still going to go with Justin Fields. One more time, one more time, Justin. Uh, there's been so much chaos in Chicago this week, but maybe getting out of town and, and going to Kansas City, uh, maybe Kansas City sleepwalks a little bit with uh, considering the opponent here. Fields runs enough, gets it done. He's the one you start. I kind of like if you're going to go optimistic on Justin Fields, I like the fact that he half called out the coaching staff. I don't think that was his intention, but he definitely did it. And mm-hmm. and there, th- I'm sure that created a healthy dialogue behind closed doors and one where Justin Fields is able to open up and say, you know what, I need to be myself. And they're just going to say, you know what, you've sucked the last two weeks anyway. Just just go out and run. And I could see him <laughs> running free like a gazelle out in the prairie or whatever. I, I could be down with that. And, and you know what, whatever Justin Fields says, I feel like Matt Aberflus is going to be like, oh, whatever you say, Justin. So, <laughs> so let, let's see it. Let's see it, Fields. All right, let's wrap with uh, a college football betting question. There are, man, so many good games this weekend. Is there one? I'm, I'm talking one of the top dog games. I don't want a random UNLV line here. Is there one of the top ones that you you have circled that you just absolutely love from a, a betting standpoint? So, yes, let, let's go big game hunting this week. This slate of rules, it was hard to really whittle it down. Um, but as bad as Alabama looked last week, Lane Kiffin's been talking too much on Twitter this week and I think that this is a spot they're moving back to Jalen Milrow it's going to be bully ball for Alabama I think they cover that six and a half um, give me give me the tide and then as a bonus toss in that Notre Dame Ohio State game a top 10 matchup this weekend I'm drinking the Kool-Aid on the Irish man for, yeah. for better or for worse I think that they that they're going to be able to you know stifle that Ohio State offense that didn't really break out until last week and i think that the offense is credible both uh on the ground and through the air with sam hartman so i I like the irish to cover as well what do you make of that oregon colorado spread because colorado has been more than competitive this is this is a team that's got a legitimate star quarterback they appear to be well coached i know dion gets all the praise for what he does in terms of the hype surrounding Colorado, but he's actually done a really good job in terms of having his team ready to go and getting the most out of his players. Where does that 21-point line come from? It's, I haven't watched a lot of Oregon yet this year. Is Oregon that good this season that they deserve to be 21-point favorites against a team that's that's rolling right now, even if they don't have Travis Hunter? Right. The Travis Hunter injury is huge because it, it has an impact negatively on Colorado on both sides of the ball. He's a guy that, you know, is routinely playing over 100 snaps. So 
We're looking at Oregon at home, 20 and a half point favorites. And yeah, I hate to be this guy, but I think this is the week reality sets in for, for Colorado. I mean, they were so bad last year. They've obviously overturned the, the roster completely. And, and, you know, we're talking about them at this stage of September. Did not even expect that. I thought week one would kind of settle it as far as Colorado goes. But I think this is the week that, that Colorado shows its warts in, in Oregon goes ahead and, and beats them by, I, I think, upwards of four touchdowns this week. I like that. I like the Ducks to cover. Latest injury news, DFS advice, and analysis across the entire sports landscape can be found at rotowire.com. John McKechnie, find his great work there. John, we've got quite the weekend ahead. Enjoy it. Cannot wait. All right, catch you next week. Thanks again. We will rattle off some of your texts from hour one. That is coming up next. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.